and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas Podcast Edition. Ooh. Oh, just all the audio Ooh. into your ears. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm, I'm Dan Layton. I'm oh, sorry. I, but you, you don't, I, it's I'm joined by... Uh, Dan Layton. That's better. The, and we don't today, do the I'm joined oh, by. We're just talking over each other. Yeah. This is terrible audio. audio. <laughs> just wanted to talk, share you gonna it keep, with the... You're going to keep yeah. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke Sill. Yeah. Luke has never had a sick day. Are you kidding me? No, I had to... That scans, actually. The closest he's come is he came in once with the flu. Great. And I said, just go home. (laughs) And he was like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay, just work, master. I said, go home, Luke. You're going to make everyone else ill. I don't care about you. Yeah, it's more for me. You're going to make everyone else ill. Productivity's going to dip. Yeah. Go home. And he did. But yeah, that was the closest he's come. He even came into work yesterday with the, the headache that he has. You have pitched yourself unwittingly as we lean into the festive season as Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's Mr. Cratchit, just desperately trying to, you know, God bless us, everyone. Yeah, yeah but there's there's gonna be no baby face time for me. No. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have that sort of journey through Christmas. The, the, yeah, the ghost of Christmas future. future shows everyone celebrating your demise and you're like Good. I'm going to look at the future one. I'm going to go, yeah, so all those high interest uh, stocks and shares ISAs were a good idea. I knew it. (laughs) Uh, We're we're talking about Matilda today, so let's get straight into the show. Really excited for this movie. Yeah, it's it's a big one. This week, we're talking about the biggest new release, Matilda. Matilda the Musical. So, and you've seen it? I have seen it. Yeah, I saw it at the London Film Festival. It was the opening night gala of the London Film Festival. Um, and it is just delightful. It is just, should just, I just go? Yeah, just I go. I don't know if you were going to ask me more questions. Well, I, my most, I've read the book because were, I got yes. the book free from Serial Packets, the kid. Oh, do wonderful. I do, yeah. I loved it. Uh, remember the original movie, yeah. or the original adaptation of the film. But that Danny DeVito directed, yeah. Yeah, like Royal Dole books and stories probably had the best track record of anything with translated to screen. Mm. We had like the, the Spielberg BFG. Yeah, like you look at Stephen King books, yeah. very patchy. Yes, you, for some, every misery, you've yeah. got other films. Uh, some weird six-part miniseries yeah. on TV. <laughs> but with Royal Dole, I, it's like... Every version mm. is excellent. And well, then think, Matilda went sort of a roundabout route to the stage yes. and then to here. Because this, the, it's, I think it's important to say that the, the, if you aren't familiar with the musical, and I think you haven't seen it, have you? I have. Um, it is different to the Matilda film that we know, which, which was a good adaptation, but it did, it did its own sort of thing, obviously set in America. Um, and uh, it, it just was not um, the sort of literal translation mm. that this that the the stage show is there's a there's a lot of differences between the two um and it's it's all for the good i think i think the the original matilda film is a classic for a reason it's wonderful this one is different which means that you're not going to see a remake necessarily yeah. you're going to see something that exists on its own right and something that i love so much about this film is that it is not afraid of being a musical as a musical lover 
so many times you can go and see a film where they almost try and slip in the musical numbers without you noticing. This is brash and bold and joyful and celebrating the fact that it is musical. And the stars of this movie is its cast of, of ensemble. It kids. The kids are so good. Um, the, the, the lead actress, whose name escapes me, and I do apologise, but the, the girl playing Matilda is just wonderful. And I got to go and see the press conference after the screening, um, chatting to the cast and the, and the creators of the film. And, and it's all hinged on this, this passion of, of telling stories and, and uh, just, just a, a joy in, in sort of community of, of, mm. of making the film. Um, and it really is a passion project for everybody. And, and yeah, the lead actress is, is wonderful. Emma Thompson playing Miss Trunchbull is brilliant. Yeah. It's unrecognisable. But then... I the, didn't know it was her. Yeah. Looking at the trailers. Yeah, you wouldn't. And then and then she'll speak or you'll see a glint in her eye and you're like, oh, oh there's Emma Thompson. And it's just this, this wonderful performance. The colours of it are so rich. It's kind of... It is a sister film to Paddington. And that is... That is high praise. It's so. the highest praise you can give anything. Um, and I will say that by the end of the movie, I, and it, I, I, it was eight in the morning mm. when I saw this film, but I was sobbing my eyes out. I had a wonderful time. And I was, I have kind of not stopped singing the, the big closing number. Please do. No. I can't be put on the spot like that. Well, I could give you a minute. No, I don't want to. Revolting so, children. We are revolting children. You don't know the song, so I can't sing it to no. you. It's fine. <laughs> I can just tell you anything. But revolting children is it's in the in the trailer, right? And it is a banger. Mm -hmm. that, that whole thing. They've written a new song for it as well. And Tim Minchin was talking about in the press conference that it's um, it's it, it was it was about he didn't want to because the traditional thing that you do with a musical is to write a new song, get yourself an Oscar, job done. But um, he didn't really want to just write a new song because the show existed as it was. But then as he was presented with translating the film from the stage show he realized that the film needed a new closing number and he's written one that i think is just beautiful and the, the closing moment of the film is just so so beautiful i had a lovely time and it's not a christmas movie right but it feels christmassy in uh, the same yes. way that paddington does i feel for personally i feel like most musicals are christmassy i mm -hmm. one of my little if i had the dream of what i could get away with doing <laughs> is i would love to like spearhead an annual sort of musical in concert at the Albert Hall at Christmas time because uh -huh. I feel like they are like you think of like Kiss Me Kate or Singing in the Rain is a, is a Christmas movie as far as I'm concerned. I think there's something joyful about a musical, especially like this Team at America. Christmas time. Yeah, this one though is is very very festive just in terms of how it feels. I think mm. it's the perfect thing to go to at this time of year. And we got to talk to the stars of the film using your questions. It's tweets from the Cinna family. Let's have a look. What do you want to be when you grew up? And Andrea, when you were Matilda's age, what did you want to be when you grew up? After like doing like Matilda, it's definitely something that like I want to do more of and I just want to do like loads more films. I certainly didn't want to be an actress. There was a wonderful woman who came to speak at Camden who was a hospital administrator. And I thought, oh, I quite fancy that. She seemed to be very much in command of her surroundings. And she also had a jolly nice pair of shoes. And I thought, hmm, that looks like a good job. When I was um, Alicia's age, I was doing a lot of, I was playing the kid in, in Shakespeare plays and stuff like that on stage. And I really enjoyed that. I loved being on stage when I was younger. It was a big, big escape. Um, and so, and I sort of ended up doing that really. Well, you know, here we are. Yeah, living your dream. <laughs> living the living dream. <laughs> if you could eat a giant cake, any cake but not chocolate, 
what would you choose? This is traumatic for Alicia because she had to actually go through this chocolate cake eating experience, which her and Emma were talking about before and seems like it was quite <laughs> extensive, like a week of chocolate cake torture. Cheesecake. I love cheesecake. That's a really, really good choice. A New York choice. cheesecake. I love that. Obviously, I would be deeply ill and sick afterwards, but that's what I, it's my favourite cake. Well, I normally eat chocolate cake because I'm very picky and I don't really like, like different like types of cakes like red velvet and like I like I'm a plain Jane so I normally just go for a chocolate cake but like I'd have like this like my nana makes a really good vanilla cake but it's like it's nice. What a lovely bunch of people. Yes no the cast is is uh, oh they're all the Shanna Lynch is in there as well um they're all delightful and they and like I said they really care about it they really want to make as good a film as possible and it's it's and, the, and I, I'm telling you here and now write it down Alicia's going to be a star. Well, you want to you want to give them like a Christmas present, right? For for all this nice stuff that they've done. I think so. How about Cineworld's Christmas gifts? There's the Cineworld Unlimited gift box where you can get membership for one whole year. There's the family gift box, which has a family ticket for four. The perfect thing to go and see Matilda with over Christmas. Plus. Charades. Oh, huge. Charades now, cards. If that's not Christmas, I don't know what is. And a gift box for two, so that's just, you know, me and you could go and do yeah. this, which is snacks, a 2D film ticket, and more charades stuff. What's your snack of choice? Oh, snack of choice. Or popcorn. Stunning. Sometimes, Stunning. if I'm hungry, a hot dog. Do you have a hot dog? I, I always go for a hot dog. Sometimes if, I, if I've not quite timed my day right, I go right for those nachos. And let me tell you, those nachos are finished before the trailer ends. Mm -hmm. Well, do you want to do some Christmas charades? Okay. Do you want to go first? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have, you got, have you got something in your head? Why, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it a film. Oh, no, that's too much of a clue. I was going to say a film from this year. Oh, well, yeah. I can do it. I okay. can do it. Are you ready? Yeah. Film. Yeah, that's correct. Well done. Well done. Who are you speaking? Sorry. I'm, I'm, it's a visual medium. Four words. Second word. Bear. Angry growl. Angry growl. <laughs> Raw. Raw. <laughs> um, fourth word. Anon, anon, anon. Anon. Uh, more, etc. At all. I'm genuinely confused. Second. Well, you just did the. First word, knee, skin, material, Lululemon fan. It's Black Panther Wakanda Forever! It just oh, came out, Ollie! Oh. Panther, forever, black! See, I would have, forever, I could have, three syllables, first syllable four. Yeah. And then I could have worked backwards. From Merry that. Christmas. Do you, I'll show you how much better I am than you. I don't want to play anymore. Film, one word. Nope. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> also out this week we've got strange world of course matilda the musical glass onion a knives out mystery which you've seen i have i've seen twice now actually oh, wow. once the festival i went to see it again yesterday um and it is it is wonderful if you enjoy the first movie uh this is uh more of the same, which sounds like a like damning with faint praise, but it's not because mm. the first one was for me so much fun as a fan of this kind of murder mystery. Second time around, I thought while I was watching it, I don't know if this is as good as I remember. And then 
I had a revelatory moment where I was like, oh, that's why this film is so clever. It is very, very well plotted, very well written, brilliant ensemble cast, had a great time. Who is, of course, Daniel Craig? I thought you were going to ask me who did it. No, no, no. But who is the best of the new ensemble cast members? Um, the thing, the thing is, they're Batista's all very. I, I, I was about to say they're all very good, and I don't want to just be saying that because we're in this particular company. But Dave Batista is an absolute mm. highlight of this film. He's playing it really, really well. It's really fun to see Batista have this kind of uh, entry into. He gets the and credit at the end. You know, uh, you get with, with and. Yeah, yeah. He's got two with credits, but there's an and credit, and it's and Dave Batista, and he is very deserving of it. Um, Catherine Hahn is one of my favorites ever, so I'm thrilled that she's there. Uh, Kay Hudson is absolutely, absolutely killing it. Um, but then, yeah, Ed it's Norton. Really, yeah. Um, Ed Norton is is sort of the central uh, figure mm. of the of the piece, and he he's he knows exactly what he's doing. And it's <laughs> Janelle Monae is is playing a blinder as well, and it's that kind of thing where no one is pulling screen time. That's mm. the tricky thing when you have a cast of big hitters like this. That's what the first film did so successfully. No one was more stand out than anybody else, and I think this film does more of the same. We also have screenings of Bones and All, and she said. Still in the cinema right now, you can get tickets for The Menu, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, that's in IMAX, 4DX, ScreenX, Super Screen, and 2D. And The Banshees of Inisherin, and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. And also, tickets are on sale now for a film that just baffles me that it's so soon it's to happening. happen. It's happening, it's now. It's Avatar The Way of Water. Brand new trailer came out the other day. Wow. And for the unlimited screenings, we've got a love song on Tuesday, November 29th. So, of course, you and Luke spoke about Phase 4 last week. Yeah. Um, the Film Fanatic 2447 said on the YouTube video version of this, I love Cineworld. It's my favourite cinema ever. And I love this episode and season. I love the kit, the cinema, my favourite cinema ever. And I love what's on Cinema... Cinema... World. That, that is a that, genuine comment. That's really sweet. We didn't we didn't write that. No, I like that. I uh, I also I I agree with all of it. Mm. Um, I have had a very very lovely year. Uh, I think going to the pictures. Um, there's just been just a vast array of stuff. And like we're specifically talking about Phase Four of Marvel. There have been three very different movies this year, mm. which have been just quite fun to behold for how different they are. Yeah, you've got the, the very auteur projects. Which yeah, is oh, that's I, it. Yeah. Which is so different for, for Marvel, I have to say. I'd say from from Guardians of the Galaxy mm. onwards. No, they encourage yeah. them to kind of lean yeah. into allowing the directors to have their own sort of voice. But I think this this year specifically, we had the Sam Raimi mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, which was incredibly Sam Raimi. Yeah. We had the Taika Thor Love and Thunder, which was a continuation of Ragnarok, did all the Taika hits. And then now you've got um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is building on this incredible world that Ryan Coogler had already built mm. um, and exists within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but also separate in its own way. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a political drama. It's a, uh, it's a superhero film. It's an action film. It's a, it's a film about grief. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's really interesting, yeah. 
the uh, you know like Ant Man is mm. coming out next year, Quantumania. Oh, which I saw the trailer for the other day. Uh, and it's like uh, it's so the, the the whole idea there is it's there's this world underneath mm. us, not just like aside us with the multiverse. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like Wakanda as a location, as a sort of civilization, does feel like a world within the normal Marvel world itself. That's it. It's like an alternate history kind of thing. It's really interesting that it exists. It's like an alternate universe in its own right, mm. in a way, isn't it? It's like it exists within, as you said, the Marvel, the Marvel universe, and uh, it's that's kind of what these um, films offer us because you do have they, they point to our world, but they show us what is possible, kind of thing. Of the three movies of Phase Four this mm. year, uh, what would you say is the bestest, best one? The bestest, best one. It's it, it's really hard because of how different I found them all. Mm. I have to say though, from pure in the moment feeling it I really had a great time with Doctor Strange I don't oh. think that's going to be many people's favourite one because I think the the, the out and out comedy of Thor <laughs> Love and Thunder and the the emotion of Black Panther kind of forever I think are going to push more people to putting that one on top of their tree but for me I think of the the scene in the White Void. I think of the uh, mm. a couple of the character cameo reveals. I think of the absolute shock of what happened with those character reveals. Yeah, um, I really like Doctor Strange big time. I I would go for Thor: Love and Thunder, mm. but not because it's a comedy. I think. I mean, I have to watch it again because I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. I have to watch it again to really know how much I love it. Yeah. But I think it's a very misunderstood film. I think it is. It. It's obviously like a very overt comedy. Yes. But to me, that comedy is covering thinly covering mm. a lot of uh, trauma and deal, yeah. dealing with loss. I mean, it's, it's using humor as a defense mechanism. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. The and, whole film is. And uh, uh, I mean, Luke, when we saw it, absolutely sobbed. Mm. Um, which was uh, quite yeah, funny he, in its own right. He cries at everything. Hey, well, that's fair. Uh, but no, um, it's it, it is. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, it's 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 funny, truthfully. But then also, it has a really. I mean, all the best comedies do have this real sort of um, being hard underneath. So mm. yeah, Team America. Exactly. Uh, well, that's all we've got time for on this episode of the podcast. Please do go over to the video version and leave some comments there for us to answer next week. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. But from now, I've been Ollie Davis. I've been, I've been joined. <laughs> I've yeah, been whatever. I've... It's fine. I've been Ollie Davis. Dan Layton is also here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's on at Cineworld Cinemas. Cinemas. <laughs>